Good morning, beautiful people. This is the one and only Rodimus Prime here on this Saturday, November 9th, 2019. Now, just for the record, I do want to state that this is not episode 16. I do have to correct myself before we get into things. Uh, last Wednesday, I recorded episode 15, not 14. So this past Wednesday, so this past Wednesday was episode 15. This upcoming Wednesday will be episode 16. So I apologize for that one. So I definitely had to correct myself on that. But anyway, um, what am I? What am I here to talk about? I am here to talk about all elite wrestling, AEW. Tonight, um, as of this recording, they have their full gear pay per view, where the main event will be. Chris Jericho, Le Champion, the leader of the inner circle, the man who drinks a little bit of the bubbly, taking on the American Nightmare Cody for the AEW World Championship. So what I decided to do, I kind of decided to um, switch things up a bit. Instead of talking about AEW Dark on the next episode, um, I decided to just incorporate everything all Elite Wrestling related, as far as the two Dark shows, Dynamite from this past Wednesday, and... The full gear, produ- full gear predictions, I almost said productions, on today's show. So just for the record, this is not episode 16. This is just a preview show, a preview slash review show, if you will. So let's go ahead and get into everything. Um, I'm going to talk about AEW Dart from Charleston, Char- Charleston, South- Charleston West Virginia uh, from last Wednesday. They were in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, this past Wednesday for Dark. I just got done watching that before I started recording. But let's go ahead and get into things. Um, Last Wednesday, we had Sean Spears, the so-called chairman of AEW, along with Tully Blanchard. He took on Michael Nakazawa and his baby oil. Now, I'm not a big fan of Michael. Uh, You know, he's a pretty decent wrestler at best Sean Spears you know he's been around the game for a long time and he's trying to find his footing in AEW and of course Michael Nakazawa had to use the baby oil Jesus Christ but it wasn't enough because Sean Spears ended up picking up the victory next we had women's action in a tag team match which I thought was a pretty decent match we had Big Swole and Mercedes Martinez taking on Allie and Sadie Gibbs now I felt like with these two teams, there was somewhat of a miscommunication, especially on the part of Sadie Gibbs and Allie. But, you know, they worked as a cohesive unit. Um, they did um, talk about how Mercedes is kind of taking Big Swole under her leadership, under her wing. So they really, you know, worked well as a team. They really gelled. Um, but in the end, Sadie Gibbs and Allie picked up the victory. So a huge win for them. And in the main event, we had Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy, or as uh, Jim Ross liked to call him, Jungle Jack Perry, and Marco Stunt taking on the team of Jimmy Havoc and Joey Janela, who I'll talk about at the tail end of this show. Um, <clears throat> as far as Jimmy Havoc goes, he was on the uh, episode that they do every every ep- they he was on the part that they do every episode of undesirable to undeniable with Cody Rhodes and he talked about his journey in the wrestling business which I thought was pretty good now I'm not a huge fan of Jimmy Havoc but I liked what he was saying uh, as far as Joey Janela being the bad boy he is I mean it's Joey Janela uh let's just fast forward towards the end uh getting to the closing end of the match um Jimmy Havoc pulled out the infamous staple gun 
and he handed it to Joey, and Joey decided to staple Jimmy Havoc's forehead, and Jimmy Havoc was basically bleeding everywhere. Uh, Jurassic Express, and they did all they could to uh, pick up the victory, but it wasn't enough, uh, as Joey Janela and Jimmy Havoc got the victory. After the match, Joey was outside smoking a cigarette until Tully Blanchard confronted him said that it was very disrespectful what he did last week, and he wasn't going to take that line down until Sean Spears attacked him, took a pair of pliers, and tried to rip his tongue out. Yes, so uh looks like we got something there between those two. And that's how we ended A.W. Dark from Charleston, West Virginia. Now we move on to this past Wednesday's episode of A.E.W. Dynamite. This was the go-home show to A.E.W. Full Gear This as of as of tonight. So we kicked off the show with a tremendous match. Trent, one half of the best friends, taking on the Bastard Pack. Um, these two can do no wrong. As far as Trent Beretta goes, you know, I've been watching the last few years. And Pack, I mean, what more can we say about Pack, huh? But as far as Trent goes, man, he really had one of his strong showings. He's definitely one of those underrated wrestlers in the business. You know, he's a very good tag team wrestler, but as far as singles as far as singles competition goes, he can definitely hold his own, minus Chucky e. T. But um, he did not give up because uh, he got he got submitted, if you will, in the brutalizer, and Pack ended up winning by submission. Trent, however, did not tap out; he passed out. So uh, yeah, a good win for Pack as he heads into his match against Hangman Page at tonight's Full Gear pay per view. Next, we had. Uh, an announcement from the American Nightmare Cody as Tony Schiavone was trying to interview him, in which he did, and Cody later on announced that if he did not defeat Chris Jericho for the AEW World Championship, he would no longer challenge for the title. He talked about various people and how they had criticism um, from being wrestlers and also being in management, you know, like his late father, Dusty Rhodes, uh, Cowboy Bill Watts, Eddie Graham, so on and so forth. And he just dropped some bars afterwards. He talked about Jericho. He called him a stupid dick. He called him a corny succubus. And he talked about his first book. He said you can buy it on Amazon and at any flea market for $3. And I mean he was just going in on Jericho. And it was really good. One of the best promos that I have seen and heard in a long time. He really dropped some bars. He really dropped some heat on this promo as he heads into his match tonight uh, against Chris Jericho. And he was not playing no games. And I really like this promo. And I got on my notes here, Cody makes an announcement and drops bars in big letters with three asterisks and three exclamation marks. So he was definitely delivering on that promo. And I've probably watched that promo, i say about ten times already. So yeah, you definitely need to check it out if you haven't already. Next, we had a match um, where we had some implications, if you will. It was the Dark Order taking on Private Party. Now, SCU, they got their first place medals for the ch for the championship tournament. They are the first ever AEW World Tag Team Champions. Then you had the Lucha Brothers. They got second place. The winners of this match would get third place and would be added to the match. So we would have a triple threat match. Uh, for tonight's pay-per-view for the World Tag Team Titles. This was a decent match. Um, of course, I was rooting for Private Party. Um, but, you know, I like the Dark Order. You know, they're a good team. I think they're 
destined to win the tag team title somewhere down the line, somewhere in the future. But Private Party ended up getting the victory. So now, as of tonight, before I before I get into the review or the excuse me the preview of Full Gear, it will be SCU defending the championships against the Lucha Bros and Private Party. So Private Party getting the third place medals for the tag team title tournament. Next, we had a funny a funny um, Chris Jericho video package where Vincent at one point during the video, yes, Vincent, that guy. Uh, he said that Chris Jericho's talent, Chris Jericho's talents were like uh, Olive Garden's breadsticks, unlimited. I mean, just the stuff in this video package was just hilarious, <laughs> and I found it to be incredibly funny. And Sammy Guevara saying, you know, he's 48 years old, the youngest champion ever, which is a lie, but you know, I went with it. It was pretty damn funny to say the least. So he's definitely prepared for his championship fight if you will against Cody next we had Jamie Hayter and Emi Sakura taking on Shauna and Riho now Emi Sakura will challenge Riho for the women's world title um I'm still on the Shanna bandwagon I want to talk about her for a second I'm still on the Shanna bandwagon and uh she and Riho definitely worked as a team uh Jamie and Emi you know they did their thing for what it was worth and they picked up the victory, you know, pulling some shenanigans here and there. So the teacher beat the student. Okay, let's just go ahead and say that the teacher beat the student as Emi Sakura and Jamie Hayter got the victory. Brandy Rhodes. You know what? I don't know what's going on with her and Awesome Kong. They showed this weird video package and she kept rambling on and stuff like that. So I don't know what's going on. I thought it was interesting, I guess. But we'll see how everything shapes out. Brandon Cutler, he took on Sean Spears. Sean Spears got his second victory with a running Death Valley driver. Uh, afterwards, he picked up Brandon and tried to do it again until Joey Janela came out there to make the save. And it was official after this match that uh, J uh, Joey Janela and Sean Spears will face off at full gear. So Joey is looking to get some payback on the chairman, if you will. And in the main event, we had Hangman Page and Kenny Omega taking on world champion Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara of the Inner Circle. Now, this was a hot match. I really, I really like both teams. You know, Chris Jericho trying to save his energy, I guess, for his world title match. And uh, these two teams did not disappoint. Towards the end, Pac got involved as he hit a low blow on uh, Hangman Page. And Chris Jericho hit the Judas Effect, his spinning elbow. Uh, the Inner Circle picked up the victory. Afterwards, there was a big brawl. The Inner Circle got involved. Jake Hager got involved. Kenny Omega. John Motsley was out there. He and Kenny Omega went at it. Uh, the Young Bucks, Santana Ortiz, MJF. I mean, it was just all over the place. Cody. So, I mean, you had pretty much everything in one pot at the end of the match as everybody was trying to get their licks in. So, I tell you what, Full Gear is definitely on pace to be one of the best pay-per-views of the year and that's pretty much how we ended the show with a big old brawl and everybody just fighting everywhere let's talk about AEW Dark from Charlotte there were three matches of course uh as they were previewing tonight's full gear pay-per-view so we started off the show with Hikiro, Sak Hikiro Shida taking on Big Swole um Big Swole Last I heard, she was offered a contract. I don't know if she signed it for, 
for uh, AEW. But I thought this was okay. You know, both girls went out there and tore it up. The enforcer. Let's talk about that. The enforcer, Arn Anderson. The found, one of the founding members of the Four Horsemen. Um, he was on commentary watching the action. And I'm still, to this day, a big fan of Arn Anderson. He is also one of the most underrated wrestlers of all time. I don't care what anybody says. But anyway, you know, he was on commentary. Hikaru Shida got the victory. Um, you know, she picked up the victory. And, you know, she is looking to climb the ranks, if you will, in the AEW women's division. Next, we had a tag team match, which which was supposed to be a tag team match. It was Nyla Rose and the librarian Leva Bates taking on Shalonda Royal, or as they say, Royale, and Shaza McKenzie. Uh, basically, this was a handicap match, and I did not find this match to be very interesting. Um, Nyla Rose just basically destroyed both girls as Leva was on the outside trying to tag in. Um... At one point, I think it was uh, Shaza. She got ran into Leva because Nyla wanted no part of Leva Bates in the match. So she basically, like I said, destroyed both girls and got the victory for her team. Afterwards, she was interviewed on why she didn't tag in. She basically said that she has been disrespected in AEW since day one. And so now she's going to disrespect the locker room one by one or as she said, two by one. And so... The native beast, Nyla Rose, is making a statement, if you will, as she is looking to get back into the title picture for the AEW World Women's Championship. And in the main event, we had the Hybrid 2, uh, Jack Evans and Angelico, and Kip Sabian taking on the Tag Team Champions, SCU, and filling in for the Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels, Shima. Um, for the time limit that they had, I think they had like 15 minutes left in the show. Uh, I thought it was a decent match. Um, you know, Jack Evans and Helico, Kip Sabian, you know, they're pretty good athletes, very versatile athletes, and so is SCU and Shima. A lot of experience in this match, but SCU and Shima picked up the victory as SCU heads into full gear, ready to defend their championships. And speaking of full gear, let's just go ahead and talk about it. As I mentioned at the top of the show, Full Gear, All Elite Wrestling Full Gear tonight uh, on pay-per-view, on the Fight app, on BR Live, wherever you can catch it. The main event, Chris Jericho taking on Cody. Uh, Full Gear will be tonight from Baltimore, Maryland at the Royal Farms Arena. So as I checked, there are eight matches on the card. So let's just go ahead and talk about it. Let's start off with the pre-show, if you will. It will be Britt Baker, DMD, taking on B Priestley. Now, these two have been at each other's throats for quite some time. Basically, ever since All Elite Wrestling started. Uh, B Priestley, might, you might as well say she cost uh, Britt Baker a shot to f compete for the World Championship. Uh, she did, at one point, a few weeks ago, compete for the women's title against Riho. She came up short. But uh, she talked about how B Priestley has... Um, been unprofessional and how she tried to injure her and at fight for the fallen if you watch uh she suffered a real nasty concussion b Priestley stomped her on the head and Britt said that she couldn't even see out of her left eye she got calls and texts from everybody except for b Priestley. she said there are unprofessional there are professional people in this business and there are unprofessional people 
And basically, B. Priestley falls under the category of unprofessional. And she talked about how she can put on her uh, submission hold, which is called the lot jaw, and she can literally dislocate her jaw. Now, mind you, Britt Baker is a certified dentist, so she can definitely do that. Um, that being said, you know, this rivalry is definitely heated. I'm picking Britt Baker DMD to pick up the victory. Next, we have Joey Janela, the bad boy, taking on the chairman, Sean Spears, being accompanied by the legendary Four Horsemen member, Tully Blanchard. Now, as I mentioned, Sean Spears attacked Joey Janela at the end of AEW Dark in Charleston as he took those pliers and tried to rip his tongue out. Joey Janela came out this past Wednesday wanting revenge, but Sean wasn't having none of that. So, uh, I think these two can go out there and have a, an okay match. Tully Blanchard's gonna get involved, no, of, Tully Blanchard will get involved, no less. Um, and it's no secret that he's gonna find every and each way for his protege to win. So I'm going Sean Spears over the bad boy Joey Janela. Next, we have the AEW Women's World Championship as Riho taking on, uh, he, she will defend against Emi Sakura. Now, you might as well say in this match, it's student versus teacher, uh, teacher versus student, however you want to put it. Emi trained uh, not only Hikaru Shida, but she also trained Riho. And I kid y'all not, I am not joking about this. Riho has literally been a wrestler since she was nine years old. And she's only 22, so do the math. Do you know what I was trying to do at nine years old? I was trying to get through the third grade at nine years old, let alone trying to be a professional wrestler. I was watching wrestling at nine years old. I wasn't even thinking about trying to be a wrestler at nine. And that's scary. But I think this can be one kick-ass match. I think this can be, I wouldn't say one of the best women's matches of the year, but I think it can, um, it can definitely stand out. If it has enough time, it can definitely stand out. But I'm going to say the student beats the teacher. I'm picking Riho to retain the AEW Women's Championship. She just won it a few weeks ago. I don't think it's I don't think it's right to take the title off her yet. I think it's too early. So I'm picking Riho to retain over her teacher. Next, we have the Bastard Pack taking on Hangman Page. This is the rubber match between these two. So it's one and one. And these two have been going at it for months. I mean, for months. Um, honestly, Pack is on a mission. He's basically on a mission to uh, not care and to take over all elite wrestling. Hangman Page, I feel like, has something to prove here. Now, I would say that Hangman wins by DQ, but I don't think that could happen. It could possibly happen. I'm going to say Hangman Page wins. He wins outright. He just go ahead. He just goes ahead and beats Pac. I don't, I'm going to reverse my decision by saying he wins by, disqualifi by disqualification. I think he's just going to end up beating uh, Pac straight up. So Hangman Page is my pick. Next, we had a heated. We have a heated blood blood feud, if you will. The Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson, taking on proud and powerful. I guess that's what you're calling them. Uh, part of the inner circle, Santana and Ortiz. Uh, these two have just been running roughshod as of late, especially the uh, Halloween Eve edition of AEW Dynamite after what they did to the legendary Rock and Roll Express. When they put uh, Ricky Morton through part of the stage. The Young Bucks, I mean, they have really, 
they have really tried to get rid of the thorn in their side known as Santana and Ortiz. And a part of me was going to pick uh, the Young Bucks. But on the flip side, I'm going to go with Santana and Ortiz because I think they're going to pull some shenanigans here and get one for the inner circle and possibly Jake Hager get involved. Uh, we don't know. But anyway, um, I'm going to pick Santana and Ortiz uh, as my picks. Next, we have the AEW World Tag Team Championships on the line as they will be defended in a three-way. We have SCU's own Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio Sky defending against the Lucha Bros and Private Party. Now, if you watched um, AEW Dynamite from a couple weeks ago, uh, the tag team title tournament concluded with SCU winning over the Lucha Bros. I thought the match was kind of underwhelming, but I think... Um, SCU, you know, they were well, they, they definitely deserve to be champions. The Lucha Bros, I can see them being champions somewhere down the line. Private Party, they got a bright future in all elite wrestling. I think this can be definitely a match of the night candidate. And I would definitely be watching, um, I would definitely be watching for these three teams, especially for this match. Um, but all that being said, I am going to pick SCU. They're also, this is also a situation where you should not take the titles off them yet. They just won the tag team title. So what's the point in having them win it and then they lose? It makes no sense. But like I said, the Lucha Bros, they're going to be champs soon. Uh, Private Party, they definitely have a bright future and they definitely will be somewhere down the line. I don't know when, I don't know where. They will definitely be tag team champions somewhere down the line. But SCU is my pick. And next, I'm looking forward to this match. Lights out unsanctioned match. Kenny Omega, John Moxley, these two have been at each other's throats ever since Moxley entered uh, All Elite Wrestling. And Kenny Omega has been wanting to get his hands on John Moxley. Now, these two were supposed to face off, but being that John had that elbow injury, that match got delayed. But no more delays, no more games, no more BS. These two are going to war. Uh, Kenny Omega, he said he would like to um, go to that dark side. And he's definitely going to go to the dark side because this is in John Moxley's alley, if you will. He said that Kenny Omega is a myth and he's going to destroy Kenny Omega. He's going to beat him within an inch of his life. Kenny Omega is looking to do the same thing. And this is going to be a bloodbath, if you will. Man, I mean, I don't know who to really pick. Well, I didn't know who to really pick. But anyway, um, I'm going to go Kenny Omega. I'm going to pick Kenny Omega. I could be wrong on this one. I'm going to pick Kenny Omega to outlast John Motsley in a heated battle. It's going to be one hell of a war. I cannot wait. This is the one match I am looking forward to out of all the matches here. So Kenny Omega is my pick. And in the main event, we have the AEW World Championship on the line as the American Nightmare Cody will challenge Le Champion, the leader of the inner circle, the man who likes to drink a little bit of the bubbly, Chris Jericho. Uh, Chris Jericho, being the first champion, he is looking to uh, keep his throne, if you will, and pick up a big victory for the inner circle. Cody, he's on a mission. He wants to become the champion. He wants to become world champion. 
He says it's not just for him. It's for his wife, his mother, his sister, so on and so forth. This has probably been one of the best buildups to a world title match I've seen in a long time. But, you know, there are some factors behind this match. You got the inner circle. You got the elite. You got MJF. He is the main factor to me as far as this match is concerned. And you know what? I still stand by it and I've said it for weeks leading up to full gear. You know, MJF, he says that Cody is his best friend, his mentor, so on and so forth. I feel like he's going to end up turning on Cody. It might be during the match. It might be after the match. But I feel like MJF is going to play spoiler. And I'm like everybody else when I say, think of the heat that he could get if he costs Cody the match. If he costs Cody the world championship. Think of the heat that he's going to get. But if that doesn't happen... I could definitely see the inner circle getting involved. People like Jake Hager, uh, Sammy Guevara, so on and so forth. But I just feel like, and this could be after, I'm going to I'm gonna go on a limb and say that the inner circle gets involved. Chris Jericho retains. He's my pick to retain. And MJF pulls the trigger on Cody and turns on him after the match. It's going to be one of those things where he helps him up and just drops the bomb on him. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on a limb and predict that right now. I could be wrong, but we will see how everything shapes out come tonight. So Chris Jericho is my pick to retain. Cody has said, he said on Wednesday that if he does not defeat Chris Jericho, he will not challenge for the AEW World Championship anymore. So we're definitely going to see how everything plays out tonight. But Chris Jericho is my pick to retain the AEW World Championship. And, of course, he and the Inner Circle will drink a little bit of the bubbly. All that being said, this is my AEW uh, talk, if you will. My AEW... Um, I don't know what else... I don't know what other word I can say. Basically, all all elite. This is my elite uh, review. Whatever. I don't know. I don't know what to call it. But anyway, hope you all will enjoy Full Gear tonight. I will enjoy it. If I don't watch it tonight, I'll catch it tomorrow. So uh, you all be safe. You all have a good day. And, of course, we got the big game, Alabama LSU. I'll be keeping up with that and other things that may go on tonight. So uh, I'm Rodimus Prime. You all have a good day. I'll see you guys next time.